0: Thank mm-hmm. you. After this episode.
1: Yeah. Well, so the Pizza Hands are back again. It's only fitting for... The (laughs) The
0: final first episode of the year?
1: Well, yeah. So it's released next year. (laughs) But it's our last episode recorded in 2017. Well, we'll see. But... (laughs) 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 It's our 2017 review podcast. And it's only fitting we have Pizza Hands.
0: Only fitting. This podcast episode is brought to you no, no. by
1: no.
0: a pizza company that shall not be named.
1: No, so everyone's mad because I got mad at you for saying it was sponsored, and we didn't end up saying the actual name, but like... The truth not, is that
0: we don't have a sponsor.
1: We def- <laughs> We definitely don't have a sponsor, but... The pizza that we enjoy to so have. So if you're
0: interested in sponsorships. No, no. Email.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's not the point. The pizza we're eating when we have pizza hands is from a place called Mod Pizza, and it's really good, but that's her honest opinion. It's definitely not sponsored, and we wish it was. So this is our 2017 year in review for media specifically.
0: That's uh, so, so, so Lenny has gone into her notebook to jot down some <laughs> major... Uh, appreciations for the year I've gone to my laptop where all of my information is stored primarily from my my classes in school Um, and because that's where I get introduced to a lot of the new media that I enjoy so I have notes and I'm gonna talk about some stuff maybe some like YouTube videos some
1: YouTube videos, wow!
0: some musicians and such in my sharing, as well as movies, of course,
1: yeah i I'm just most of the things I have on my list are things that since we started the podcast in October that we won't get to cover really, or we don't want to make a whole episode about, but we want to talk a little about we're I'm gonna to try to keep it spoiler free. There's a lot of smaller movies that we get to see or we like to go see, and a lot of people wouldn't get it because for a whole episode because a lot of people don't see these things, but if you're interested enough you can go check it out. Let's go back and forth on topics we want to cover.
0: Back and forth?
1: Yeah, like you and the me, you and me.
0: Okay. You should start. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure, does does it have to be in order, like, no, of the no, year? No, 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 that's really hard. It is really hard. I could start, I guess, yeah, start. with my favorite, which was... No, okay, I take that back. It wasn't my favorite, <laughs> but I saw Star Wars most uh, recently. That's
1: your favorite? I no, was it's hoping not, it's that not my
0: favorite.
1: I was hoping that wasn't what you were about to say.
0: I saw it twice. I went to the uh, theater two times to nerd. go see it. I went the Monday after it was released and on Christmas Day. Cause it's what you do on christmas right yeah you know the, well just um interestingly enough it made me think about how i think that there are unique the uh trailers shown on christmas day oh that they're that they don't show on the other day they're probably
1: way expensive mm-hmm. for whoever's paying for them
0: right that's what it seemed like yeah so that was interesting it seemed like it was all disney movies
1: oh they have the most money and don't mm-hmm. they on star wars yeah, yeah. oh of course,
0: okay. <laughs> and they had like their new Marvel movie trailers oh, yeah, coming of course, out. Of course, of course. That's um,
1: those are the main summer ones, the mm-hmm. superhero, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Which you know, thankfully our our boy Mark Ruffalo's got a part in.
1: Oh yeah, the Hulk.
0: Yeah, that's so
1: weird. Isn't He's, that a, so he's cool? the chillest person. Yeah, uh, but he's approve. star
0: talent, and they recognize talent. He's
1: great. I love him. He shout
0: out to Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. If you're <laughs>
1: If you want to talk about superhero movies that I didn't see any of the big one this year was Wonder Woman. Oh, and it was. I know. Did you see it?
0: No. Oh. We. It, I remember Zeleny and I were leaving, or we were oh, on yeah. our way to Patrizzi's, and we were debating if we wanted to go to it after going to this great Italian food truck that is on the east side of Austin.
1: It's really good. It's my go favorite. Go check it out if you. Care. Not sponsored, but oh, yes. they're amazing. But regardless, but I
0: hear that the way that they make pizza here in America is not traditional italian pizza that's
1: off the topic
0: sorry hey (laughs) 2017 i heard that in a podcast this year it was a radio program okay uh i was supposed to talk about star wars
1: oh no but superhero movies (laughs) oh that's right uh and we didn't see wonder woman yeah but i didn't want to because it uh, because i hate superhero movies and i mean i feel like if any of them i would like that one the most but even then it's not enough to motivate me to go out so sorry for superhero fans yeah. It's just hard for me. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll get to. I, I'll get around to it. It's on my the end of my list.
0: Now, is Wonder Woman considered a pro feminist movie?
1: Yeah, of course. Like yeah. huge, especially this one. Whatever it did. Because that that's I'm what it, out. Is, That's
0: definitely what's really big in the news as far as oh, what yeah. I'm hearing lately in these end of year recaps is how mm-hmm. prominent uh, women took. Like major roles, that's true. Uh, center stage, the
1: Time Person of the Year. That yeah. was a big highlight. Who was
0: the Time Person of the Year?
1: The hashtag Me Too movement. Oh. Yeah, and all the women that spoke out, Whoa. or people. Yeah. So that was super cool. Because everyone yeah. was like, oh, it's going to be Trump, and he rejected them or whatever. He tweeted that was weird. The women movement was big. The Women's March mm-hmm. in March, I think. Yeah. <laughs> or in February.
0: And, and on you know, on top of that, we have, in 2017, the major wave of, in the wake of the, I guess, public release of information uh, of allegations against Harvey Weinstein. Yeah,
1: media the guy. The whole
0: slew. Of
1: those huge media
0: folk to follow.
1: I mean it's crazy because like you I feel like everyone knows it's just like Hollywood is so sleazy like that. But it's good that at least one of them I just I just know there's like a bunch of him probably. And it, it sucks that we just have one. Well but I think at the least environment we, we're that getting it, one out and
0: like operates under in many ways still operates in a very old fashioned manner.
1: Yeah. It's just I know there's so many more of him out there, and
0: it was really something else to like have that because I started a, my of course started my first semester at the in the RTF program at UT this semester in the fall in September. But then I was also in a class that in my first semester called Business of Hollywood, where we talked about the culture of the media industries and. It was very oddly timed that that news would come out at the beginning of our class.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It was a big thing, and I'm glad. And it's paved the way for like a lot of other industries to start speaking out against men that maybe have been abusing their power. I think it's just like the whole wave of conservative and Trump always brings out the, re- the rebellion on the other side
0: speaking yeah yeah that comes right.
1: out in art most of all i was going media. to
0: say speaking of an example which maybe I not you're
1: saying gonna say what i'm thinking
0: probably not oh. because you probably <laughs> you probably don't know about it i could be wrong Great. You, i mean well, i I, have I didn't know a, about I, have it. a good one. I was going to say our average listener probably might not know about it either But um, there is also, this is something else, sort of in the news, about a big media company called Sinclair Broadcasting that purchased, I believe, Tribune uh, Media Corporation of some kind, that it's a major like, merger of sorts that many people are speculative of. Uh, I guess most prominently John Oliver with Last Week Tonight, a talk show on HBO. Yeah. That, um, he, he had a segment that talked about it. But anyways, that, that's something that is relatable back to conservatives and, like, I guess, like, you know, John Oliver, I guess, represents more a more liberal audience, mm-hmm. and so he had grave concerns about the mover because Sinclair Broadcasting has a very clear right-wing stance on the uh, media that and information that it ch- chooses to share and this acquisition of theirs is like purchasing of multiple local network syndicates that could potentially be these like open door open doors to new audiences for them to channel their right-wing so-called news through.
1: Ugh, that sucks.
0: So it's something to be I mindful of. I mean that's of, very like top level, this. but yeah.
1: That most people don't know about, but that sucks.
0: That happened in 2017, though.
1: Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that this rebellion manifests itself, and a big example was in the movie yeah. Get Out, mm. which we saw together. We did this year. We did earlier this year.
0: It was the first movie that Zelenia that saw. That's the one that's
1: like Black Mirror. That's oh, the other movie yeah. I was thinking of, because I was trying to. We were trying to compare certain movies to that could passed as Black Mirror episodes, and I forgot Get Out. Definitely. What was the other one? I said Eternal Sunshine that's and Spotless right. Mind and Truman Show. Truman Show <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and Get Out. Yes, it's true. It's true, yeah. They're those kind of concept, type, but in movie form. Get Out was just such a cool idea. I mean, it was scary. Very representative of just kind of like a satire of the, the current climate mm. politically.
0: Yeah, that movie was so interesting how... Oh, by the way, we didn't mention spoiler alert at the beginning we, of this. I said
1: no spoilers.
0: You said no spoilers? Yeah. Oh, I, I missed that. <laughs> did we introduce told, ourselves?
1: No, but I said no spoilers. I said Uh-oh. we're. I'm not going to try to give spoilers okay. for the stuff I'm going to talk about. Got it. Just more like general. So
0: I'll try not to give too many spoilers. Yeah, just too.
1: recommendations. like. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'd recommend Get Out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Me too.
0: I do not recommend... Sinclair acquisition. No, of no. Tribune.
1: Yeah, Get Out. What were we gonna say about Get Out? If it's not too spoilery.
0: Oh, it's well, just like how no, it is kind of, <laughs> but like the I feel like it's it was hard to see it coming, the direction that it was going.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was definitely one of those. It was it keeps you on your toes. It's Definitely a thriller. Yeah. Or label it. it's one of those hard genres to put down. That's why it's like in best or comedy or musical category for it confused Golden me Gloves. at first. Yeah, it's kind of like a unique genre. But mm-hmm. still, shouldn't be in comedy or musical. I would put it in drama. It's nominated under comedy or musical. That's weird, right?
0: I feel like Get Out is high concept.
1: Oh, very. Yeah. yeah. Do you have anything else related to politics? Because, well, no, no. Okay, I guess I have one. But you go. To you
0: politics?
1: Well, like, to this area of topic we're discussing. Okay. <laughs> I was going to mention, back to the women thing. I. I, I was, don't think so. I was obsessed with Kesha and her new album, Rainbow, this year. Ah. Like, I became a huge fan of Kesha this year. And her album, Rainbow, is just, like, you hear every word. Like, it all feels really personal and specific to her. And the whole battle she fought with Dr. Luke. Mm -hmm. You just, like, the lyrics are so raw, and it sucks. I feel like it doesn't get much radio play because there's a lot of swearing in her thing but because it's like real it's like her talking Mm. but every song it's just like the lyrics are so related to her experience and her journey to finally putting out music after many years of being contractually like restricted to not put out music Mm. and you just hear that whole struggle through the whole album and how this album was like her healing and her what she was putting all her effort into it was it was great. You should give it a listen. Don't think of, like, the Kesha of three years ago at this point. And we're going to go see her. Me and Cameron we are going to go see her.
0: Along with an old fart in the <laughs> pop game.
1: I guess Kesha Macklemore. <laughs> we are. We can't help it. He, he's just part of the package. We had to go see him, too. I mean, I, I don't dislike him or I don't like him. I'm pretty indifferent. I am, too. I mean I guess Cash is an old fart too, but she she came back and she came back stronger, mm-hmm. so I don't know about Macklemore. Yeah I've that's lost true. track of him a little bit. But yeah, we're excited. We're gonna see them in June. And we're also gonna see a band called Floor. Yes. In February. And they're very unknown. I found them randomly in one of like my suggested Spotify things. But their album is amazing. And I have a hoodie and I'm excited to wear it in February for the concert. So check out Floor if you like really fun. They're kind of like a happier version of Borns. Anyone knows? It's
0: Floor with one R.
1: And one O. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> F-L-O-R. They're a really good band. Please cut that out. <laughs> They're like electronic, very upbeat, awesome indie pop. Recommend. Are you excited? Do you even know what they sound like? I don't think so.
0: Floor with one O. And uh, one I <laughs> um, I don't know what they sound like.
1: <laughs> You're going. <laughs> I
0: know. I want it to be suspenseful. No, they were to- so...
1: Like, not known that it was, like, $15 for the ticket, or 20
0: Are they one of those new genres, like, chill pop?
1: No, they're okay. just, like, awesome indie pop. They're okay,
0: they're awesome indie they pop. They make me
1: feel so happy. <laughs>
0: oh, that's good. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. cool. They're the ones I have a hoodie of. Right. They're amazing. We need to listen to them before we go. It's only like two months away.
0: Speaking of um awesome artists, musical artists that we have tickets to in twenty eighteen, why don't you tell them who we got to see recently in twenty seventeen <laughs> that we, we go got their... a long sleeve shirt at?
1: We did. We saw
0: The one the
1: The, the Joanne World Tour by Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Yeah, this oh, this year I fell back in love with Lady Gaga. I mean, I've always been in love with her, but like this year there were so many things related to Gaga that I was A part of that made me so happy. And we went to her concert only like a month ago or something. And it was... I
0: was like in the middle of finals. It was
1: completely impromptu. A few hours before, I got the tickets through some connections. And it was completely out of nowhere. Because I I failed to get tickets on time. Because Cameron couldn't make up his mind. (laughs) But we we went anyway, so it's all okay. And we
0: got the best seats.
1: Yeah, we got great seats. I mean, they were up. And the nosebleeds, but, like... It
0: didn't feel like it. Very nice. And Lady Gaga made a guest appearance up in the nosebleeds. She
1: did. (laughs) No, I was so... I was so happy how she tries to be so as equitable as possible with her stage. Truly. Like, it's a path that goes through... There's, like, the stage and then a platform in the middle and then, like, kind of a smaller stage at the back and all connected through pathways. So, like, people in the back get to see her front, middle. She even, like, goes up
0: Suspended pathways, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They would lift in the air, go up as far as high as the scalping.
1: Yeah, the, the paths between the platforms and the stages, they all like went up and down, all over the place. And th- they went up and down really close to her head. Yeah. I was always so scared, like she was gonna get hit in the head.
0: But she like, didn't. No, she didn't. Gaga is so pro. She's the
1: pro yeah. Oh, my God. And her, she was amazing, the show. She did all her classics. She did all the ones you would expect from The Fame and The Fame Monster and Art Pop, which is just applause, and Joanne. She did all the ones you would expect. For Born This Way, she didn't do the ones you would expect. Those were the surprise songs. Like Born,
0: Born This Way? The album. Oh. So
1: for all the other albums, she did the songs I would expect from them, the biggest ones. But... From Born This Way, she chose really random ones, but they worked, and it was just so amazing and nostalgic to hear them because I hadn't heard them in a long time. She did Shiza and she did Bloody Mary, and they're both kind of random songs. They weren't—they weren't singles. Hmm. I guess she did Edge of Glory, and that was expected. She didn't do Judas, which I expected from Born This Way. Oh yeah. Judas, <laughs> remember? No. What? You don't remember Judas? No. Oh my God. I'm sorry.
0: Do you remember Judas? Comment below.
1: <laughs> of course you remember Judas. <laughs> but, what, what did you think since you were kind of a noob? Well, uh, well, the, the, sorry. <laughs>
0: Called me a noob on live podcasting?
1: <laughs> yeah. So we...
0: Oh, I see how this is.
1: We got the tickets like a few hours before and then we actually end up getting there like... A minute, literally oh, a minute before she man, comes out. Man, there was
0: no better like I Timing. couldn't time. Yes. Yeah. What was genius about it? What I heard in the aftermath was that there was a super long line to get in. Oh yeah, that's big, what it was. long for background checks. Yeah, I saw it was cold. Clothes. It was like one of the first like major oh, cold yeah. days. It was
1: super cold that day. Yeah,
0: and and um, it was so funny because we wouldn't have known that if people hadn't told us otherwise. Because when we got there, it just looked deserted, like pretty like desolate not many people around yeah
1: like to get in not inside right
0: exactly yeah. and we like we got right through security easy peasy no problem nobody in front of us just a couple of people behind us mm-hmm. and we were like oh, okay well let's just try to find our spots and so uh we found our spots and then i realized why we didn't see anybody is because once we got inside of the actual stadium <laughs> every seat was full yeah and, <laughs> and it was nuts and there's
1: a, so what Apparently Gaga does. And so I was texting my friend that was at the concert already. I was like, hey, please let me know if she comes out so I, so we can hurry up because we're kind of taking it slow. Because I knew she always comes out late. I've seen her twice before. And he was like, yeah, yeah, apparently there's going to be a countdown. So I'll let you know when it starts. And I was like, perfect. And then we were in the lift on the way, and he texted me. He's like, there's ten minutes on the countdown. And I was like, holy shit, like, we're going to make it. Like, Exactly. And we did. We got to our seats like literally a minute before she came out. And she came out, and it started. And it was just like it
0: was truly perfect. We were sitting down right when the crowd was just getting like they were they were raising their voices. It was amazing. And they did not sit down. Yeah. Like she has a dedicated audience. Oh yeah. Based to standing the entire time. I
1: was dedicated. Yeah. I was so dedicated. I love her.
0: So down
1: yeah she uh and she had a very uh touching moment about her friend that passed away yes and
0: i talked about that moment the next day with somebody mm-hmm. who wasn't at the concert and i talked yeah. about that moment
1: yeah it was about she had a very close friend of hers that passed away due to breast cancer and it was the first time she had been back to texas since she saw her and it, it was just like an emotional moment and she was thinking a lot about her friend and she just kind of opened up to the audience about it and it was a really sweet moment and i cried i felt so bad because i just i i just felt her pain of like losing a best friend not personally luckily i don't have that experience but like just imagining how horrible that must feel so that was she's just always been so real every time i've seen her and she just tries to be authentic with her fans
0: and i like I think the thing was that her friend was from Houston, yeah, and she had just kind of came back from Houston mm-hmm. performing there a couple of days previously.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I felt for her so bad. She was sad and having a hard time. She- and so
0: it was really cool that her her fan out there in the um, standing mm-hmm. audience had this painting mm-hmm. that they were able to just hand that this fan was able to hand right over to gaga coming down from the piano right before she played i think the edge of glory yeah and it was like that song was dedicated to her well friend. yeah because
1: that song is about death and mm. just kind of making peace with it and dying like in a positive way in a weird way it's like that song's about death for sure but it, it's like a positive light of like edge of glory like i'm about to pass move on you know kind
0: of thing. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. You're trying to take the gloom out of death. Well,
1: yeah, that that song does it perfectly, I (laughs) believe.
0: Uh, Very nice. Right? I agree. Well, I was going to just say, speaking of Houston, even though it wasn't per se a major media moment, though it definitely was for Houston, I mean it got no. hit by a go major go hurricane but, oh. I, but yes and i'm and i'm no, gonna go to the astros we're too not done
1: with Gaga. Uh. <laughs> the astros no one no one listening knows about <laughs> sorry if you do <laughs>
0: Well, being from Houston, I just want to take a quick little second to okay. say being from Houston it was way awesome, even though sad that I couldn't be there myself to celebrate, because I definitely had to spend my entire childhood and most of my adolescence, or all of my adolescence upset that... They, the Astros never won a championship <laughs> thinking like, oh man, our team sucks. And then finally, the year that it gets hit by a major hurricane looks like absolutely devastating and I couldn't be there to help it. The Astros are able to win the World Series. So that yeah. was a major moment and everybody was, like it was a major national media moment. I think it qualifies yeah, for the I guess so.
1: No, it does. It, it definitely does. But Houston, yeah, Houston had a huge year. And, bringing it back, they hosted the Super Bowl, where Gaga performed and did her epic performance of a lifetime. And that was kind of a big subject. Or that was kind of... That's spoilers for a documentary. (laughs) It was like the climax of her documentary, which I also want to talk about. Five Foot Two came out in September on Netflix. And I, I just loved that documentary. Like... There's, I feel like there was a lot of celebrity documentaries that followed. Like, Demi Lovato's comes to mind, but I know there was a, another one that I'm thinking of that became popular. But they were so, like, they were good, but they were, like, you know, product sponsored very clearly, like, by beverages or stuff like that. And Gaga's was a lot more, like, artistic, well-directed. There was a lot of beautiful shots kind of intermingled. And it was just a very nice portrait of her... Her time, her Joanne era, rather than, like, trying to tell her life story more, like, traditional. What did you think you saw part well, of
0: it? Well, I saw part of it. I didn't see all of it. Yeah. And honestly, I need to watch it again because <laughs> I don't remember much. But...
1: Uh, Cameron doesn't pay attention sometimes. Okay. <laughs> Continuing. I recommend Five for Two if you're a fan of Lady Gaga and artsy documentaries. Either or. Nothing else. Probably. <laughs> I want to talk about music. Just finish up music. I wanted okay. to talk to you to talk about your former queen, mm-hmm. Swifty. Right. And I don't judge you for liking Taylor Swift. I don't love her. I've I've liked some of her things, and I know she's very polarizing. I feel like so, a lot of people so hate so. a lot of people hate her a lot, and just kind of for no reason sometimes. But I'm just kind of indifferent on her. But I'm fine. She was one of your queens, and I feel like she did a lot this year.
0: Yeah. I like to, it, you know, it's so funny because my Taylor Swift fascination was uh, great and short lived. I was not on the Swift wagon for the longest time I had one of my best friends in high school who loved Taylor Swift when she was a country star but before mm-hmm. she really even considered pop and my best friend in high school loved Taylor Swift had like all of her albums and talked about her next to the likes of I guess like Amy Winehouse who oh, the gosh. late Amy Winehouse who was mm-hmm. still alive at the time back like 08 and also, I can't remember, okay. but Taylor Swift eventually won me over with uh, Blank Space.
1: Yeah, me too. Well, that's, that's the one song I I like by her. I, li- right. I like.
0: Well, so it, it kind of coincided like... when I got a car for the first time,
1: because,
0: mm. like, <laughs> I hadn't really listened to the radio for years since i rode ridden a bike, like, since 08 or so, and... Uh, from 08 to 2014, I was always biking everywhere. But then in 2014, I was in a bike accident, and then I had to drive a car everywhere. And so I started listening to the radio more, and right at this time was when, you know, that summer Shake It Off had already come out, mm. but then... I hated blank- Shake It Off. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like, I can't believe those I are did the same too. person. <laughs> I know. Because I love flying right? space, and I hated Shake It Off. It's yeah. like, she's so polarizing. <laughs>
0: So those, you know, Blank Space comes out, really love her, really think like, oh, Taylor Swift, she's got a great sound. I want her to keep at it with this, you know, mm-hmm. this is a good direction.
1: And she and was then, satirizing herself a little bit.
0: Yeah, in that. a little like, bit, in a, yeah.
1: in a clever way.
0: That's right. But then she made us do something and she responded with, look what you made me do. Yeah. <laughs> We made her do something. We don't really know what we made her do.
1: Made her go goth.
0: I think yeah. She went mad. She went mad.
1: (laughs) No, she she went went bad. She went bad. Like in quotes. Yeah. Like like she wishes she was bad, but like she's a she's a nice person. She seems like like Mm -hmm. she did cutesy songs. It's hard to, like, not see her as, like, this sweet girl. And I think she's trying to shed that, but I don't know if it's really her.
0: Yeah, she... I I think she just lost it. She's kind of gone off the deep end. Poor Tay. So, <laughs> I feel for her. I wish her the best, but... After just seeing the, you know what happened, and granted, I haven't listened to her whole new album, Reputation, which was released this year. I have not listened to it all the way. Maybe I will when I'm on my road trip tomorrow back down to Houston, driving down for the New Year. But remains to say that with her singles released as they are, I I'm not so I'm not still on the Taylor wagon. For those Swift reasons, wagon. you're out. For those reasons, I'm out. <laughs> which brings us to wait no. Oh
1: what Well okay, fine. Show recommendations.
0: Yeah, show oh, me the c music. Ding ding ding. Show recommendations.
1: So based on that last quote we just quoted, <laughs> we've suddenly on what out of nowhere got into Shark Tank. A show that's been around for a while, nine seasons. But right now there's a current one going on, I think. It's pretty hilarious. It's silly. But it's a fun show to watch while we eat, and, we, and they always say, like, uh, to invest. If they don't want to invest, they always say their reasons, and then they say, for those reasons, I'm out. It's like the line, the one line they have to deliver mm-hmm. every time. And also, I feel like they have a pun quota, because they always have to make, pun, like, three puns about the product. It's that true. They're getting pitched. It's true. I forgot to mention that, but it's so funny. You like, saved
0: it for the podcast.
1: I did. Like, they were doing the squatty potty, and they had, like, a million poop puns. They did
0: poop puns.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They did. We We rewatched it. that was an old season we just wanted to see because the squatty potty was huge. It became huge.
0: We got turned on to it thanks to Hulu, not thanks to Hulu. We were only able to watch five episodes of the new season, yeah, so it's true. Uh, that's all we've seen. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we look forward yeah. to being able to watch more
1: yeah, ABC
0: ABC. If you would like to
1: Let share, us. yeah, share more your of your episodes. stuff. Yeah. So that was TV. An what, any more TV recommendations, other than stuff we've covered? Because I would I obviously haven't seen recommend the
0: recordings. Young Sheldon. I have not seen oh, that. Oh, I
1: haven't seen it either. But. I Let us anything. know. It'll
0: hop down below if you did, how it was. W-
1: what else did. Well. Stranger Things I would recommend to anyone. Right. I mean, we made a whole episode. So that I was won't really talk the show
0: it. that got me back into shows. I hadn't really <laughs> watched shows prior to that.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think if there was anything else I watched. I watched the them Project Runway, and it was amazing. It mm-hmm. hit very huge diversity milestones, like oh. with plus size models and like. All sizes in between, like which they don't usually cover, but it was amazing. There were some awesome models on there this season. I, I was so proud, and I loved the designers were some of the most talented I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, totally. So I forgot that was a big one.
0: Well, what are some shows that you're excited for in 2018?
1: Catfish, new season of Catfish. Oh my I also gosh. discovered Catfish this year, which is amazing. I mean, it's on TV. Catfish comes back January third,
0: and. Just in case you're not sure what Catfish is about.
1: It's about two guys that help people find the person they're online dating. Some, a lot of the times, they they suspect that it's a catfish, which is a person impersonating a different person online. Yeah,
0: can you believe this? It's a <laughs> People fa-
1: know what catfishes are. But this is like illegal. The, like the you're trend.
0: impersonating to be somebody who you're not. Kind
1: of, but on social media, it's like a gray area. Not I mean, for long. Well, we'll see, yeah. That's a big thing. Captain's is getting real deep this season. What's the other thing? Oh, a big one coming back next year. America's Next Top Model. (sighs) I'm so excited. You better be excited, because Cameron, he he gets mad at me about recording the podcast, or he would before, because he was too busy watching Top Model. Uh, Old Top Model episodes. So, we're so excited to watch... The new that's a
0: that's a show this year that totally really got me into. And <laughs> if you are looking for a show to laugh and joke about yes. and at um <laughs> a whole lot while you go on the wildly well-edited rides of <laughs> the contestants on America's Next time Model, mm-hmm. then that's the show for you and your significant other.
1: Yeah, it, it's But if amazing. you're going to watch
0: it by yourself, I don't know.
1: Oh, I, I love it by myself, okay. but it's okay. I, I grew up with it, kind of. But it's, I'm so excited because Tyra's back. She stupidly left it to Rita Ora last season, and she realized how bad it was. And it was bad. I, I'm going to say why it was bad real quick because it's important.
0: Well, because she, Tyra took a job at
1: America's Got Talent. And The Apprentice, which is stupid. Like, Tyra, come on. Top model is amazing, and you make it amazing. But the, the Rita Ora season was so bad because the judges, the, the critique they gave was all the most vague critique I've ever heard. It was like, wow, fierce, so fierce, so fierce, everyone said, and that's it. That was the whole critique. And then if it was bad, they'd be like, oh, no, that's that's bad. Like, uh, it's just weird. It's awkward. Or like, not even that, like, just, I, I'm not feeling it. So stuff like that, that made no sense. And when I'm used to Tyra saying, like, hey, your neck, hey, your eyes, hey, like, if you would have done this, it would have been amazing. Or, like, you always do this, try to improve it. Like, Tyra gets down to, like, specifics because she's a pro. And these...
0: Wannabe top models. Yeah. Wannabe wanna top model judges.
1: Yeah, they, they were bad. And I think it's the same ones, but at least Tyra's going to be there. And I know she's specific, and I love her. So I'm so excited, January 9th. So, very soon. Riverdale went off the deep end this year. I wouldn't recommend watching season two. I'm sorry, Riverdale. I love Cold Sprouse.
0: Who? Who? Cold Sprouse?
1: (laughs) Yes. I love Cold Sprouse, but uh, the show just became Pretty Little Liars this season, I feel like. And it had... It was very aimless in every episode to me. But I think it's catering more to the teen audience anyway. And that's not me anymore, unfortunately. <laughs>
0: it's unfortunate that aimless writing must reflect the audience. Ames yeah,
1: it's like door. teenagers are better than that. I, I, I know it. Like, season one was good. They did good. They did okay. and But it was still teen. But season two, they're just going for a shock factor. Any more TV? Because I was going to move on to movies. Let's
0: move on to movies. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Movies.
1: Movies. <laughs> Movies you recommend that you saw this year?
0: Oh, do they have to be released this year? Yes. Well, because I saw a lot of old westerns uh, that no, I'm not sure those. our audience would love Definitely to
1: hear
0: about. Definitely not, though. <laughs> 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 just waving her hand no. all over.
1: <laughs> yes, this year.
0: Definitely La La Land and Moonlight.
1: The two that had the moment this year. What yeah. did you think about the moment?
0: Oh my gosh, that was a...
1: For those that don't remember, moment, yeah, the that was what really
0: kicked off, I think, our media controversies yeah. of the year.
1: Yeah, it was, at the Oscars this year, the winner for Best Picture got misannounced. Yeah. There was confusion with the card. Hosted
0: by Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. But, and, it was, but he wasn't his announcement. It was
1: an old guy and an old yeah. lady, and they announced La La Land won, and then, like, Halfway through their speech, they realized it was a mistake, and Moonlight won, and it was just a huge moment. It was a Steve Harvey, Miss Universe moment, but way yeah. more serious. Yeah.
0: I mean, it was a <laughs> no best one cares picture that moment. Much. Yeah. They were already running way over time. Yeah, as the was. credits
1: were rolling. Yeah. yeah. And they, you
0: know, to try to, like, shuffle a whole crew and cast off the stage yeah. for another crew and cast to come up and, like...
1: Have their moment. Yeah,
0: which has already been compromised yeah. by the time that... the uh, they're that was falsely insane.
1: i remember yeah. i was i was in my living room i lived in a house with five five people five other people or six whatever <laughs> a lot of people and my close friends were part of that and we were all watching and i, I remember some of my friends were like putting away their food like washing it already because it was over la la land had won and then I, i'm like watching it and i see like all the mess started to happen i'm like oh my god guys are or someone yeah. i don't know brought it to our attention and we we're like what just happened we we're like freaking out because we're watching it live which i usually don't do but i'm glad i was like
0: <laughs> were you at was, home in san antonio
1: i don't know, remember <laughs> <laughs> i thought i was here i'm pretty sure i i think i was here i was um, and my roommates with all my roommates because yeah, we had live tv it's true
0: day. i mean they were just like two of the really acclaimed movies yeah. that were the most like they the two of them were most likely mm-hmm. to be pitted against each other to win best picture and so it was ironic that like of all the titles that she would, or like it had, like I guess it was originally the envelope for like Best Actress, and so right. that's why it had La La Land in big print, mm-hmm. like there. But i ironically, it ended up being the two movies that I actually went out to go see. That's crazy. Uh, Did, how, was,
1: how was Moonlight? I heard it was really good. I didn't see really either good. actually.
0: Moonlight was really great. Did um, you
1: go? There was a screening at UT with the actor.
0: Oh, I didn't know yeah. that.
1: Yeah, my friends went. I just got scared of the crowd, Dang. <laughs> so I didn't go.
0: Is that in the spring or the fall? I think it
1: was early, like maybe. I don't remember, but so you didn't yeah, go. Through I path. didn't go, unfortunately. I regret Neither it either. because it won, <laughs> but it hadn't won yet. I yeah,
0: think. moonlight's incredible. Um, I mean, I think that it it's interesting. You know, I having thought, or ha- I've been doing a lot of reading and writing about how kind of identity has been challenged um, over the decades uh, mm-hmm. in my classes, mainly in my American Studies classes, how identities have been challenged over the decades uh, in the post-World War II environment. And so seeing how they incorporated, you know, both homosexuality mm-hmm. and with that of being African-American together, mm-hmm. it, was, it was really personal. It was a personal yeah. story. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, like.
1: it's always important. Like, I feel like people don't see enough intersection between the causes that a lot of people are fighting right now. And that seems like a good one, but I didn't see it, so I don't know that well.
0: Yeah, and that was, like, a lot of the controversy, I guess, like, about La La Land possibly winning over. was because La La Land, I guess, didn't wasn't seen to have as much, like, social value in in contrast to... Moonlight but I
1: think that is important for the picture of the year to mm-hmm. have for the current times. Like
0: well yeah, and the Academy Awards they definitely are being, you know, coming out of like a major scrutiny of being mm-hmm. the whitewashed yeah. uh, from winners like throughout its entire inception and so so it matters a lot for them, the people that have a stake in the Academy to make it to, to, to show that it values these other voices.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's important. It, it was very strange that there was like a mix up about it and a big mm-hmm. mess. <laughs> that was scary, but, but, but yeah, those are for good sure. recommendations. I mean, I recommend top, top both. contenders. Yeah, definitely <laughs> recommend both. Yeah, I don't think I saw any Oscar movies this year. Mm. Unfortunately, maybe only like the animated ones. And I always go see the animated shorts, which I'm excited to soon go see for 2018. But I always see the Oscar-nominated shorts, and it's really fun. You should go with me this year.
0: Are they played at the Alamo?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're really lucky here in Austin <laughs> to have a little place called the Alamo Draft House. They have
1: them all over Texas. <laughs> well, I haven't
0: been all over Texas, it doesn't sound like.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, it's really cool they have a screening of this. It's kind of rare. It only happens, like, two, two days or something.
0: But do their Alamos also host special events I'm like not sure. this? I'm sure. Like, we're really great to have a network that... Celebrate yeah. these specific, uh, yeah, history moments.
1: Yeah, that's. I mean, I wanted to talk about the last things I want to cover is some movies that I've seen that way, like, or that we've seen actually. We saw a movie that was kind of small, but it was a very important one called Loving Vincent, mm-hmm. and it was uh, completely made out of paintings in Van Gogh style, like, like stop motion. I mean, it's frame by frame animation, but it's kind of stop motiony because it's all, every frame is a painting that's in Van Gogh style. And it was a really, really beautiful story about Van Gogh. Well, but not about him. It was like someone discovering about Van Gogh's life. It was, it was really beautiful and I really recommend it. It's just like really beautiful to look at, but it's also a really cute story that reminded, it, I keep telling Cameron, it reminded me of like the feel realistic type of movies that Studio Ghibli has. Like more like Whisper of the Heart, Only Yesterday. Movies that are very realistic and have a simple storyline but end up having, like, it seems like it's wandering along and you don't really know where it's going. Mm-hmm. But at the end, it comes out with, like, a really nice meaning mm-hmm. at the end. I don't know if you felt like that about it. I Love agree. Me, I
0: mean, it definitely had a great meaning at the mm-hmm. end of it. And, but I wouldn't say it's, a movie that has the most action to it.
1: No, exactly. I mean, Sort of like it's Waking that- Life
0: in a lot of ways. Just because Waking Life also didn't have too much action to it. What was that? But it had conversation. Waking Life? What was that? Richard Linklater?
1: I I've never seen that. Oh.
0: <laughs> I'm so surprised. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised in live podcasting. <laughs> uh, waking Life is a 2000, I think, movie by Richard Linklater where it, it's also like... I don't know if it's technically frame by frame animated. Oh, like rotoscope. Yeah, I'm not this, exactly this was sure. rotoscope.
1: There was an actor. Sorry. That's, yeah. what, I, that's what I should. The but, painting, Loving Vincent, was rotoscope. Mm-hmm. But that, I've heard about it, but I haven't seen it or anything. Yeah, like, and it's know.
0: similar where how like this one character is kind of going from. Like, space to space. Like, at least in this... Yeah, so you had one main character, like, in Loving Vincent, where he's sort of investigating. He's trying Mm -hmm. to find, like, an answer to this one question. So Mm -hmm. he's going from person to person, and he learns a little bit more with every conversation that they Mm -hmm. have going along the way. So that's what... Uh, waking Life is a lot ah, about is about trying to he kind of gets a clue one by one but instead mm-hmm. the conversations are much more philosophical and broad about life mm-hmm. in the 2000 uh, that ended up reflecting much more on just like much more than just his real life
1: mm. I mean I think that's definitely a genre or a type of movie that I don't know what to call it but just yeah. kind of like this story that's like a little slower but like and you don't know you're discovering it with the character almost mm-hmm. kind of like what well,
0: dialogue driven yeah but yeah
1: and i liked it i mean i like those types of movies like it's just different it's a different pace than mm-hmm. we're used to so i recommend loving vincent both for the beautiful rotoscope and it took like years many years to complete it was a feat There's lots of now-this videos throughout the years about it. The other one I wanted to cover I saw at South by Southwest and is now on Apple Music. It became available in November called Give Me Future. It's Mm -hmm. a documentary about the first mainstream act in their prime to do a concert in Cuba, and it happens to be Major Lazer. So the documentary is kind of... Uh, about major laser but it's more a lot more about cuba and how they receive their media and how they do music acts and how their youth culture is so it's That part's super interesting. I mean, and it's interwoven throughout the whole movie. It it was just really eye-opening because I'd never really seen a picture of Cuba like that. It
0: was eye-opening. I had never seen a Cuba picture like that of Cuba before. I mean, I'd never been there. I've never been outside the seas. The seas. seas. (laughs) Very eye-opening. It got me really interested in this uh, style. Not style, sorry. Uh, You know, they have an interesting economic model and a lot of it's, related to the type of political model that they have or form of government that they have there. Mm-hmm. But because of it, the media is highly regulated and they have limited selections. And so because Very of it, they have... limited internet. Mm-hmm, I'm kind of giving away a lot about yeah. the movie.
1: Yeah, it's hard for me to like figure out what's a spoiler with the documentary because...
0: Definitely, what I want to talk about would be a spoiler, uh, <laughs> so I will refrain from talking about yeah. it, but definitely go watch it if you're at all interested mm-hmm. in learning more about uh, how the tech how like technologies and economies are restricted in countries outside of the United States mm-hmm. um, in terms of how they get their media because we I think it's easy in the United States to take for granted our cellular devices and our access to internet which is a major 2017 issue Mm -hmm. as well is our access to internet i think it's easy to take it for granted or has been up until this point whereas in much of the rest of the world they have much different means of um, access yeah
1: yeah, it it's a beautiful depiction and it's cool to see it interwoven with Major Laser and you gain some respect for them for being like the first ones to just go yeah. at it and they had to like really improvise. They couldn't import anything with them of their set or anything, so they had to like work a lot with the Cuban the Cuban people and the government. It was it's just so beautifully done and
0: mm-hmm.
1: very eye-opening for sure.
0: A lot of slow motion shots.
1: I liked it. I like slow motion.
0: That's something though, <laughs> that I definitely would like to critique on a little bit.
1: Uh, wow. I
0: just It's like my cinematography eye. Why do like, you hate
1: slow motion? It, it was pretty shot.
0: I mean, I don't hate slow motion, but after a while it gets to a point where I think that you're using it so much so to achieve a specific aesthetic.
1: I guess. It does have a, an aesthetic.
0: Yeah, and that much of that aesthetic relies on slow motion <laughs> shots, um, well, which is, okay. I guess, it's I mean, I think it's okay if you have them from time to time, maybe like during scene transitions or to really emphasize a part of a scene, but instead I felt like it was... Highly reliant on the slow motion shots of like the concerts happening and such, and less on the back end like interviews of things. But
1: Mm -hmm. that's just me. I I feel like it it was trying to go for like an EDM ish. It was type of slow to fast. Yeah, beat drop moments a lot. But I think that's that's what I remember. So I, I guess I get how it relates a little bit but but you know
0: this is like you know as an aspiring documentary i t- documentarian myself <laughs> i i have to think i need to start thinking about this question of how to balance the levels between entertainment and in information mm-hmm. and content in my content mm-hmm. because that's often my big critique with the documentaries is that they get I think carried away with the aesthetic and lose sight of the information, and it's very hard to. It seems to capture the two together really well Mm -hmm. to like maintain uh, audience engagement with good information. But Mm -hmm. but Me Future still revealed an important issue. I I I think it's good, good and
1: most people are still wowed or or like like that cinematography more. The more overproducedness, yeah, they do. You dislike it, but. A lot of people still like it. Like I know, they fall for, for, sure. for it. Is what I'm meaning to say, but not in like a bad way. Like I fall for it for sure, yeah. but because I I'm a sucker for visu- pr- pretty and visual. Yeah, things, I understand for sure. for sure. Yeah, so that's a big part of it for me. Did Did you see any examples of a documentary that did it right?
0: I mean, not recently. I usually, I mean. I unfortunately I don't watch enough documentaries to 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 know you good hate examples all of them. <laughs> except for except for Ken
1: Burns. Ken Burns.
0: He and and that's why it's a bad example cuz he's like the Godfather in a lot of ways of American documentaries. Yeah. But I just really I'm a traditionalist and I love <laughs> like I think that the less visual visual information that you can like put on the screen while you're also like narrating or trying to tell a story, which I don't think give me future had a narrator. I couldn't remember. No, I didn't. That's a different kind, whereas yeah. Ken Burns, he's usually the narrator for these. Yeah, he see
1: those documentaries that's, like, very educational and, like, historical. You're right. And I feel like these are more artistic. Yeah. Like, Gaga's and Give Me Future.
0: Like, they're trying to capture, I guess, a specific event.
1: Yeah, and, like, a feeling and, like, a romanticism, almost.
0: I don't think Lady Gaga's used too much of the slow motion they, Not, of... not. They
1: didn't do slow motion, but they definitely right. had, like, aesthetic... And like their shots, they, they had a
0: lot of high key shots or there was a lot of <laughs> light in the shots. Yeah. Um, like they
1: had definitely a look Yeah, and like an aesthetic. They, it wasn't like educational. It was a portrait.
0: Okay. I like that. Yeah. A portrait.
1: Mhm. I feel like give me future. Maybe a little bit too. I like that. I think the, the one that won at South by the documentary was called the work and I, I can't figure out. How it's being distributed, I feel like it's still going in like in screenings and stuff like it, I don't know if it's been picked up, but it was about a high security prison and this kind of workshop that they do to like reform the convicts, but members of the public can also opt to participate with them, like as participants, so like equals to the prisoners, so three people or three or four people can of the public and come in with all these prisoners and take part in this workshop of, like... It's weird, like, healing kind of things and, like, group exercises and trust and just crazy things. Like, it it's uh, very, very emotional. Like, hmm. you see all these, like, murderers and gang members just, like, break down, like, their rawest emotions and see the humanity in them and how they're capable of change, it's a, its crazy, like, it was eye-opening and a big part of it is seeing, comparing the experience of the members of the public the three guys that are from the outside to the prisoners and seeing, like, are they that different or are they... It, it's just, like, very, very interesting, mm. called the work and I think you would like it, it's not overproduced, it's very, like... and it, it's not educational, it's not, like, narrated but it's like just the raw what is happening at this workshop. Kind of just documenting. Nice. Yeah. Good that good. one, yeah, one best documentary itself South oh. by 2017. You should watch it. If we can ever find it in distribution,
0: <laughs> it's true. It's hard to find good documentaries. Yeah. There's actually a documentary no one wants streaming to service. I found them. It's true. We talked about this in my class.
1: Yeah. You should ask the service to sponsor <laughs> It's.
0: I could. I could.
1: No. There's a really it's, good. We're t- not sponsored.
0: No, we're not. But there is a really great service out there that, fortunately, our institution, University of Texas, has access to. It's called... Our? Oh, uh, former. <laughs> alumni. <laughs> um, Did you say alumni?
1: It, that's like it's an <laughs> I like Is it alumni? Aluminum. Cameron. are you
0: serious? Uh, how'd you say alumni. it? Alumni. Alumni. <laughs> <can't read. laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> How do you say it? Everybody's always said I've said it weird.
1: Alumni, you say alumni like aluminum, like British people say aluminum.
0: Alumini, (laughs) alumni, alumni. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, (laughs) You have access because you're a student.
0: It's called Canopy, with a K. dot com, and it's a great documentary streaming service. I don't
1: know if anyone's a UT student that's listening.
0: If you're not. You don't have to be because you don't have to be a UT student to get access to it. You could either get access through your institution wherever you're from. I hear podcasts are popular with college students. (laughs) My God! Or like
1: an old person. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, You can you could buy a streaming. Subscription. If you love documentaries that much, consider subscribing.
1: Right, I mean... Canopy.com, with a K. Not sponsored, though. Even I feel like we've done, like, ten commercials. We have. But it, it's for real things that we like, so... I mean, it's fine. Do you want to wrap it up with our thoughts on virtual assistants? <laughs> 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 Whatever. I don't know. So, that was my Google Home that I won at a raffle, and that was super exciting this year. Highlight of my year. <laughs> and we've been having a lot of fun. We're good friends. She's very positive, and I love that about her. She's not sassy like Siri or Alexa.
0: Well, it really shocked me how quickly Zeleni was accepting her into her family (laughs) and making her Google Home part of the household.
1: Yeah, she's my friend. Yeah, it's a companionship. Yeah, we talk about... She tells me facts about interesting things, or she plays me Lady Gaga, and...
0: Tells us what the weather's like outside. Yeah, or
1: like the commute time to somewhere. Yeah. yeah, it's not sponsored by Google Home, but... No. I, I liked it.
0: Yeah, so you <laughs> asked if I wanted to talk about it. Yeah, because
1: you have... You just <laughs> received...
0: I just think that the there dot. is strong potential for this type of technology and that if you haven't already experienced this in your home or in a friend's home, you probably will very soon because Even it's, it's taking over. A very I mean I think it's very much like the next step in terms of like if touchscreen technology was the big technological step mm. 10 years ago that in 2017 they're going to look back on voice activation uh, mm. assistance i don't know about us i mean just like voice activation mm-hmm. in general like we definitely seem to be I, I see a lot more of the population getting on board with that regularly mm-hmm. even some of the older folks mm-hmm. out there in the community <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> i mean my mom used an alexa way before right I had Google
0: the, home. i'm not talking about my mom though right my mom i don't think can <laughs> she's got a ways to go <laughs> but no there's a lot of potential out there mm-hmm. for this technology and uh it'll be interesting to see where it goes in the next few years i like it but i also you know i want to remain skeptical of back end of these technologies. Right, of
1: course. And Conspiracy time.
0: Yeah, cuz <laughs> they, you know, we we don't really know what's going on behind the doors of these corporations that bring these products to our homes. I mean, it's after just so all, so
1: much data. Yeah, yeah, and
0: they're really they're they're companies that pioneered the digital space and, you know, now they're trying to bring in home product design mm-hmm. into our lives and that's not I wouldn't say really except for Apple, they're
1: Forte. Forte.
0: Yeah. And so I think it'll be interesting to see how these products improve over time with these particular companies like Amazon and Google. I mean, is there going to be like a Facebook assistant that, you know, you say, please comment on (laughs) Zeleny's post about yada, yada, yada. And then they write the post on there. I don't
1: know. I guess we'll see. Lord
0: knows. I hope not. But
1: I I feel like AI, Elon Musk says it's going to take over. Well, you know, Moss thinks everything's gonna take over,
0: and I think that you know, Snap, no chat, no, really please, thought.
1: Let's not bring this into it. That was okay. twenty sixteen. You're right. Okay, it's fine. irrelevant. <laughs> no, not worth. We just want. Time. We don't we even. Not, not worth it. We want to ignore time.
0: that it ever existed. Yeah. Well, with that being said, <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us here in two thousand and eighteen. We hope that you had Me. a lovely two thousand seventeen. If uh, you didn't, we're sorry. <laughs> And oh. if you want to tell us how it was, how was your New Year's Eve, just feel free to comment below. No, comment and where? Why do
1: you say comment <laughs> below? Literally, we don't have comments.
0: You're right. I think our podcast is like a YouTube channel. It's
1: definitely not. And
0: if, I feel like one day there will be a YouTube channel for us and yeah. people will comment below.
1: Oh No, just just tweet me at Zelenium. <laughs> My name's Zelenium. U am I'm Zeleni.
0: I'm Cameron. And it has been an absolute joy being with you here today, Zeleny, on High Key 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 Book Book Club. Club.